Welcome back, everybody. It is the week of November 16th, and our guest today is Phil Harwood. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, Leslie. We are getting ready for Thanksgiving. I made the mad realization this morning that it's next week. So, <laughs> that's right. So uh, that's that's a little problem I need to solve off the microphone here. But um, we're here today to talk about, I think, an important issue because we are always facing issues with labor shortage and finding uh, good, solid employees and um, employee referral bonuses are a way to get at that, but um, let's talk about what you're, what you're thinking, Phil. Yeah, so obviously the labor shortage isn't uh, going away anytime nope. soon. Nope. And, you know, it's one of those topics that I think to some degree people are just sick of hearing. Mm. In fact, even just thinking about, you know, the blog for this week, I'm like, really do people want to talk about this more they want to hear more on this topic but it is like the most critical thing facing our companies right now and i think you know it's 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 whether we talk about it or not whether we're sick of talking about it or hearing about it or reading another blog about the 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 magic solutions to solving the labor shortage <laughs> which don't exist they don't you know it's still like the most pressing issue in almost every company are in our industry. So, so we're going to talk about it. Okay. Yep. yep. I mean, um, I, I just give you a sidebar here. Really, when I first was involved in the green industry, and that that at this point is at least twenty years ago, mm -hmm. many of these same issues were um, in front of employers, but there were there were different reasons. So right. that's that's the interesting nuance for. Yeah, it is interesting. So if you take a historical view of this, mm -hmm. you can see very clearly that there's been some some cycles where we've gone into these very tough labor shortage situations where, you know, the really the only way to go find people <laughs> is to go steal them. Yeah. Uh, which no one wants to do. And we wouldn't, you know. Um, recommend doing that because it's not <laughs> ethical and, and I never did that with my business but you know it's just kind of where your mind goes like there's nobody out here looking for work and and we're really in that situation again but we're in that situation today for a lot of other reasons yes and when we look forward with an aging population and everything else that's going against having the ability to hire enough people it becomes really difficult and so it just I'm I'm very aware that people are probably sick of hearing about the solutions to the labor shortage that don't exist. However, yep, <laughs> I do want to challenge people's thinking on re employee referral bonuses because okay. I've had a lot of conversations with people over the last months or even you know over the last couple of years about what to do with these referral bonuses. You know, it seems like it's a a good strategy to have employee referral bonuses. And, and some people have, have really increased them dramatically. Like yeah. I, I know lots of companies that have taken something that was very minimal, mm -hmm. you know, maybe $50, $100, $200, and gone to like thousands of dollars and with, wow. with some, some success. Um, and so it's an interesting question. Like, what do you do with this? You know, is that a way of yeah. 
is that a way out of this by just cranking up, you know, add a zero to your employee bonus referral? Does that help or are you ruining something that maybe was a good program or are you, is there some other negative implication of doing that? Yeah, because I, you know, I'm thinking right away of a couple different like hurdles that get in the way of that being a positive. So help me understand why it's good. And then maybe we can talk about the challenges. Well, from my perspective, I think it's it could be good um, on a very short-term basis just to get people's attention uh-huh. and maybe reignite your employee referral bonus program. Because what I've seen in a lot of companies is they have a program that's there in the background, but nobody knows it exists. Mm-hmm. No one's talking about it. And nobody's out, you know, the average employee's not out recruiting. <laughs> They're yep. just coming to work, doing their job. Gotcha. Um, if they happen to, you know, um, bring somebody in, they probably would be surprised to learn there's an employee bonus program. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'd be happy to take the money, but it wasn't the motivating factor. So if you can, you know, add a zero, blow this thing up, or do like a raffle, I've seen that be, be very effective where you're, you know, raffling off something really big based on re- employee referrals. Um, th- those are those are sh- very short-term ways of getting attention, which um, which could be good if you're doing snow and it's yeah, you know that sure. time right right okay um, because let's be honest this has always been true employee referrals are the are the number one most effective recruitment strategy sure number one it, it always has been that way it'll probably always be that it, way it's, it's always who you know. The trick is, mm-hmm. how do you get your people to recruit? Well, and that's the whole point of this blog. Someone who's highly engaged and, and excited about where they work, mm-hmm. and they really feel like, wow, I, I, I'm at a special place. I'm at, I'm at a place that is investing in me. They care about me. They're not perfect. They make mistakes, you know. Yeah, thank goodness. Not everything's great every day, every day, but but in general, like these are good people, and this is a really and I've worked at other places where it's it's night and day. This is a really good place to be. Yeah, and I'm very happy I'm here. Okay, if you have employees that are saying that to themselves, they're gonna they can't help themselves but tell other people. Oh my gosh, they know you want to share the wealth. Yeah, because <laughs> you, really you do. know. It's just a normal conversation. Hey, how's it going? Oh, you know, it's a crappy day. Well, what's going on? Oh, my, my boss is a jerk and da, 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 da. Well, you know, did you ever think about... So it's just a natural conversation that happens throughout the day when you're talking to people in your in your world, in your bubble, right? right? For sure. Your, your spheres of influence, as they say. Yeah. So um, that doesn't happen because there's some monetary reward that just happens because i love where i work and i'm and i want to let other people know about wow we have we have some openings like it'd be really good for you to come over here and take a look right and i don't need i don't need 50 bucks to have that conversation no and on top of that it's like if you love your work not only do you want to share that opportunity with people you care about when you know that you're going to be referring somebody that would be good to work with, mm-hmm. that's a no-brainer. Yeah, for sure. So mm-hmm. in that regard, and I'd love to have you read the blog because I go into some more detail, 
But in a way, the employee referral bonus almost feels like a bribe. Yeah. <laughs> especially especially if, you, if you're doing it in a really kind of heavy-handed way by saying like, okay, I don't care if you like working here or not. Every one of you needs to come in here next week with three names, <laughs> people that you've talked to. Okay, well, obviously that's not going to be a good approach. But but that's kind of what it feels like. Like well, you're I mean, you're paying people to do something they otherwise wouldn't do. Right. Okay? And that's I a mean, bribe. You you got people that are are super money motivated and good for them. It's like that's that's an authentic, legitimate motivation in life. But it's like, will they be recruiting the like I just said? You know, like the person that you really want to work alongside, or are they going to just like? pull anybody in so they get the cash right wouldn't it be better if they were recruiting because they love working for your company i think so and they don't have their hand out <laughs> so that would I'm, be a better situation it would be and so that kind of gets to how do you get there it's like it we circle back to something that is so important in terms of engagement and employee satisfaction how do you yeah. how do you do that 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 is the key employee engagement mm -hmm. and so some people you know mm -mm. hear that word and they don't don't know what it means or don't, don't know how to approach that the and there's been a lot of research done about employee engagement especially oh with gosh. today's younger yeah. workers and mm -hmm. how to engage you know millennials and gen z igen um and and there's a real there's some real good insights into this. The number one thing that young people care about, more so than maybe my generation, although mm -hmm. I think we cared about it as well, but mm -hmm. it just wasn't as front and center, is people want they want a roadmap for career development. Yep. They want they want to know that they're being invested in. They want to see what the future looks like. And everyone makes fun of, you know, the millennials. All oh, they all want to come in and be vice president or be director of well, whatever yeah, day one. <laughs> you know, maybe there's a little bit of that. But no, what they really want is they want to see progression. They want to that's know right. that there's some plan for them. That not just that they're just thrown into the mix and no one ever cares about them again. Yeah. It's like, how are you going to help? There is that. How are you going to help me develop? You know, mm -hmm. what, what's my roadmap? What are you going to do as an employer to help me to get where I hope to go? But the other thing is mission. It's like yes, that generation wants to feel like they're they're involved in something bigger than who they are. Right. And they want to know their work matters. That's right. And you can create a sense of mission. I don't care what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's I all agree. And you know, Leslie, this is exactly why we started at Grow the Bench gotcha. to to provide um, pathways into understanding these different elements of employee engagement to create very affordable ways for people to engage in the industry and learn and Absolutely. develop their skills, especially their soft skills. You know, it's one thing to learn how to mm -hmm. operate a machine or you know back up a trailer, like that's not a bad skill to learn, but, but soft skills are way more important when it comes to leadership and communication and even having to deal with some difficult things like, you know, coaching and, um, 
d- discipline and terminations and just some of those, oh, yeah. you know, managerial things like we get into all this stuff. But even for just the bread and butter employees, like a new, we have courses on onboarding and about the industry. And I just feel like we've created something very powerful that can make a huge impact with engagement. Yep. And it's, um, it's so if there's true. anybody listening that hasn't engaged with us, I would just encourage you to go check out one of our free courses. Doesn't yeah, cost take anything. A look. Just sign up for one. You know, it's a 30 minute investment of your time from start to finish. Yep. It's um, all accessible. It's right, <laughs> right there at growthebench.com. There are so many opportunities that cost you nothing but yeah. your time. Yep. And the other the other thing I would say is, you know, if you don't know where to start when it comes to engagement, talk to your people. And it's a very simple question you you toss out to some of your key people, you know, huddle, huddle them up in a room. Mm-hmm. Or if you can, maybe do a town, town hall, bring everybody in. And here's the question. If we could fix one thing in this company, make one thing better, what would it be? Oh, yeah. And I love that. See what they say. Yeah. Because if you can just identify something to improve in the company and you fix it, then move on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And pretty soon you're going to have a great place because you're listening to your people. They're telling you what needs fixing. Well, and it's, it's obviously more than what you're fixing when people feel heard. It's like they, they say something and they see a responsive um, set of leadership. That's huge. Right. That's like, I matter. What I say matters here. So so read the blog. Yeah, great, great points. So everybody, read the blog. Check out growthebench.com and see what's out there for you that you can just put a little time into and see if there's a fit there. And develop your people. Give them the opportunity to continue to learn and grow. So thanks, Phil. This was great. I mean, it's a very, very interesting um, approach and then people can make a decision from them for themselves. But until then, we will be talking to you next week, just before Thanksgiving. Everyone have a great week and a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon, Phil.